0: The machine put in my babbling heart, and thanks to my new hip, I can walk again. What's so good about being human? Just a construct changing definition, we're changing boundaries. My iron lung helps me breathe, and this glass eye helps me keep up appearance. I'm a technological marvel, I'm a technological marvel. Welcome back to the Action Index, today we're looking at emo violence. Emo violence is a subgenre of screamo, which is a subgenre of emo, which is a subgenre of hardcore, which is a subgenre of punk. I don't really get it either. Emo violence is characterized by its short songs, screamed vocals, and use of blast beats. It draws many similarities to grindcore and power violence. And I would be remiss if I didn't talk about, at least briefly, the Florida Band, Combat Wounded Veteran, which blurred the lines between emo violence and grindcore, but I don't believe that they fit directly in emo violence. They're more, to my ears, they fall more on the grindcore side of things. But I digress. The big three in emo violence is often attributed to Orchid, Jerome's Dream, and Page 99. All very unique bands with different sounds, but still capture the energy that emo violence demands. Orchid formed in 1998 while the members studied at Hampshire College in Amherst, Massachusetts. They dropped a couple of demos and split shortly after their formation, but Chaos is Me was their first full length project released in 1999. As Orchid released more music, their sound and lyrical content matured, but overall stayed the same in their short stint. Lyrically, Orchid was introspective and drew a lot of inspiration from philosophy. This philosophical theme, I believe, peaked on their second album, Dance Tonight, Revolution Tomorrow. This album has a runtime of around 15 minutes, but those will be the most chaotic 15 minutes you will ever hear. A lot of my personal favorites from Orchid are off this album. Songs like Destination Blood, Lights Out, I Am Nietzsche, Victory Is Ours, and And the Cat Turned to Smoke, are all prime examples of emo violence. In 2002, Orchid broke up, but not before releasing their final album, colloquially known as Gatefold. Gatefold was experimental in terms of emo violence. It had longer songs, lyrics that focused more on sexuality, and vocals reminiscent of sasscore, or white belt, fake grind, hardcore for weird people, whatever you want to call it. In 2005, Orchid dropped a compilation album called Totality which made listening to some of their deeper cuts and demos a lot more accessible, including the infamous Skull Split with Jerome's Dream. If you have not listened to the Skull Split EP, I highly recommend you do so immediately. To my ears, it is the perfect hardcore split EP. Nothing but organized chaos all wrapped up in an 11-minute skull-shaped vinyl record. Look it up. It is a skull-shaped vinyl record. It is so hard. It is so hard. The skull split is sort of a meme in this community. It is extremely hard to find, but it is so cool to look at. I think there's like a glow-in-the-dark version too, I think there's a red one. Anyway, enough talk about cool pieces of plastic, let's get into the next band, Jerome's Dream. Jerome's Dream is a three piece, originally from Connecticut, known for their extremely short sets, running around 10 minutes. Why so short? Well, the vocalist slash bassist Jeff Smith didn't use a microphone. He just yelled over top of the rusted band. But that was only on their earlier material. Their second album presents had a shift in vocal style, going for a more megaphone, announcer-type thing. Well, why the shift in vocal style? Well, there are tons of rumors, but the most popular being that the vocalist would start coughing up blood because of how hard he was straining his voice. But the band confirmed that that is untrue. Another rumor is that Jeff Smith passed out in the studio recording vocals, causing the stylistic shift. The name Jerome's Dream also comes from uh, the band's cat named Jerome, and he was having a little dream. I, I, I had to add that in somewhere, so might as well add it with the rumors. Regardless, Jerome's dream was more experimental with sound than most bands in the scene. Most of the pre-reunion material features a lot of radio signal manipulation and tons of feedback, almost using it as if it were an instrument itself. Reuniting in 2018, the band is working on new material and as of recent, recent as in 2022, have started touring again. For three members, Jerome's Dream has a massive sound. And speaking of massive sound, the last band in the emo, violence, trifecta is Page 99 from Richmond, Virginia. Quite possibly one of the busiest bands in the scene at the time, Page 99 played over 300 shows in their five-year stint nine tours, and a wealth of material, all titled Document Something. At the time of their disbandment in 2003, there were two vocalists, three guitarists, two bassists, and one drummer. But some sources say there were as many as 14 members in their earlier days. Big Band Scrams. Page 99 has a sound that's reminiscent of DC Punk, which makes sense given their location, But imagine if three DC punk bands all played at the same time? That's Page 99. Jokes aside, Page 99 has a very unique sound, which I believe is due to having two vocalists. You get these back and forth and overlapping vocals that really hit heavy in tracks like Your Face off the album Document 8. Page 99 was also known for the tons of splits they've done with other bands. Document 2 with Enemy Soil. Document 3 with Reactor No. 7. Document 6 with Process is Dead. Document 9 with City of Caterpillar. Document 10 with Wayful. Document 12 with Majority Rule. A very underrated ban, in my opinion, and also my favorite, my favorite split from page 99. And finally, Document 13 with Circle Takes the Square. Now, I'd just like to say these bans are my personal big three in emo violence. You may not agree, and that's 100% okay, Uh, genres don't exist anyway. Genres are stupid. Um, And with that, I'm going (laughs) to give you a couple more recommendations of emo violence that I think you should take a listen to. Again, I'm recommending Combat Wounded Veteran. They're sort of like Orchid, but from Florida, if you know what I mean. Another band I recommend is Geronimo Stilton. I believe it's a one-person project. But just imagine emo violence with the gain turned up on literally everything, even the drums. And if you're looking to some more experimental emo violence, I don't even know if this would be considered emo violence because of how uh, slow and dark it is. Uh, The band All My Wishes Were Thrown Down a Well and Should Die There is a band that I don't see a lot of people talking about. Maybe people don't like it. I like it. So I'm going to recommend it to you. And with that concludes this episode of the Action Index with Tea Time. The songs you heard today were Manic No Depression by Jeremy Corpus and Sunday Stroll by Huma Huma, all courtesy of the YouTube audio library.